The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2,993. We're going to continue our series of looks at Mon Mothma's backstory, considering that she looks like she's going to be just as big a part of the Andor series as Andor himself. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. Before we get to the Mon Mothma stuff, I do just want to say thank you again so much for your support in trying to get Mark Hamill's attention for the potential of an interview that I can share with you. I'm so grateful to the continued likes and retweets on Twitter. I will post again the link with the master tweet stream of all the proposed interview questions and if you haven't shared it or even if if you have already shared it and would like to share it again, I would so greatly appreciate it. Every little bit helps. Every little drop in the bucket to sway Mark to agree to an interview would be fantastic. And I would love to share something like that with you. So please, as you feel comfortable doing it, more likes, more retweets, more comments. Thank you so much in advance for considering it and for all the wonderful, generous sharing you've done so far. All right, let's talk about Mon Mothma, and specifically we're going to focus on Clone Wars backstory stuff. So it turns out that of the 15 episodes in which Mon Mothma appears in the Clone Wars series out of, you know, 100 some odd episodes, so she's in like more than 10% of them, she actually only has speaking lines in three of those 15 episodes. So in other words, she just kind of appears as a background character in the rest of them. Like when the Zillow Beast goes crazy and gets loose on Coruscant and attacks the Senate building, she's there and, you know, obviously in danger at the time. But everything, of course, works out fine. Yeah, a lot of stuff like that where she's just part of various senators milling around or delegations or whatnot. And speaking of delegations, she was a part of something that was called the Loyalist Committee, which was appointed by Chancellor Palpatine to advise him during the Clone War Crisis. And she, along with, say, Padme Amidala and Bail Organa and others, were part of this committee, and the committee was actually formed from a group of senators within the Galactic Senate that were referred to as the Loyalists and were promoting loyalty to the Galactic Republic. But as the course of the war went on, they started to become increasingly disillusioned with this whole Loyalist idea and watching how Palpatine was continuing to accrue powers to himself and alterations to the Galactic Constitution, all that kind of stuff. That, for Mon Mothma in particular, started to make her go sour on this idea of the Loyalist Committee and on what Palpatine was doing during the Clone Wars. So eventually Mon Mothma became part 
of a different group within the Senate called the Delegation of 2000, which, <laughs> as you might suspect, has to do with 2000 senators that were allied around the idea of Palpatine exceeding his mandate in terms of the kinds of emergency war powers that he gathered to himself and convinced the Republic to give him and wanted to advocate for him to lay down those powers as soon as possible. Now, of course, that's something that he promised when he was granted the emergency powers in the first place, but I guess the delegation in 2000, and rightly so, didn't exactly believe that he would do it. And so they wanted to put the pressure on him and make sure that it would happen the way that he had initially promised it would. Now, the delegation of 2000 actually put out a formal document to espouse these particular concerns about Palpatine, their objections to his actions during the Clone Wars, and the formal request for him to lay down his powers. This was called the Petition of 2000, and it was developed over the course of a series of meetings at Bail Organa's house, or office, excuse me, on Coruscant, and these were the Cantum House meetings that we talked about in yesterday's episode of the podcast. But, of course, Palpatine did not lay down those powers. Instead, he formed the Galactic Empire. And the day after the Republic fell, the second day of the Galactic Empire, 63 senators, according to Wikipedia, were arrested on charges of conspiracy and treason, and many of them were part of this delegation in 2000. Not Mon Mothma or Bail Organa, though. And so Mon and Bale continued to have meetings. They continued to have a series of Cantum House meetings to brainstorm ways that they could oppose Palpatine in this new and very dangerous era. And eventually Leia Organa would join them in these meetings as well. And that's a topic that we've kind of danced around a little bit, but we haven't actually put it out there. Just the wondering of the possibility whether a 14-year-old Leia Organa could show up in the Andor series. I think that's kind of a gamble to bet on something like that. And if so, it would be only a very brief cameo. I don't know if it would be a season one thing or if they would wait until she's a little bit older for season two. But I dare say that's not outside the realm of possibility. It would probably be one of those, yeah, we'll just give you a little nod for the fans, basically, and not necessarily make it a significant part of the story, I would imagine. But circling back to how we started this whole conversation in the first place, three episodes in which Mon Mothma has any kind of dialogue. It's Heroes on Both Sides, Pursuit of Peace, and Senate Murders. And those three episodes are also kind of remarkable in Clone Wars history because Senate Murders came out in, seri- in Season 2, excuse me, and Heroes on Both Sides and Pursuit of Peace came out in Season 3, but chronologically in the whole Clone Wars storytelling, those two episodes actually take place immediately before Senate Murders. And the gist of what you need to know about Mon Mothma's participation in those episodes has to do with the fact that the Senate is taking up the discussion of how to continue to fund the war against the Separatists. And to do so, one of the things on the table is deregulating the banking clans, which Mon Mothma is definitely against. And that's basically her line that she opposes the idea of deregulating the banks. But, of course, machinations, and it happens anyway. And then the banks are going to start charging 25% interest on any funding bill for getting new clones into the fight. So 
the first thing happening in Heroes on both sides, then in Pursuit of Peace, there's some question about whether they're going to vote on additional clones, but Bail Organa gets attacked and can't make the speech, and so Padme has to step up and do it, but Mon Mothma's line is about, hey, you know, the opposition to this bill was promised an opportunity to speak, and suddenly Padme arrives at the 11th hour to give a very impassioned speech, which goes over very well at the time. And then in Senate Murder, she has a few additional lines where she's complimenting Padme on the speeches that she's giving in the Senate, very impassioned pleas to focus on negotiating peace and ending the war and attending to social services on Coruscant. And we see the relationship that Mon Mothma and Padme had that Mon Mothma was essentially a mentor to Padme as she came up through the Senate ranks. And of course, their particular styles of operating were very different. Mon Mothma was much more of a pacifist at this time, whereas Padme certainly didn't shy away from aggressive negotiations when the situation called for it. But the respect Mon Mothma had for Padme is real and significant, and I gotta say, it wouldn't surprise me if we're gonna talk about Leia Organa <laughs> to see Mon Mothma say something to the effect of, you remind me of somebody I used to know, just like Obi-Wan Kenobi said, you remind me of someone to a younger Leia. I think that would kind of be an interesting mirror if something like that happened, or like poetry, it rhymes, as George Lucas used to say. And so that's what I've got for you on Mon Mothma during the Clone Wars cartoon series and her appearances there, what she was up to, and all of that good stuff. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. So it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. The drive to go further and reach higher. The same thing that inspires you, inspires us. At Strayer University, we're always searching for new ways to make education more affordable. That's why we offer access to up to 10 no-cost gen ed courses to help you save time and money so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. No-cost gen ed provided by Strayer University affiliates of Field Learning. Eligibility rules apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.